everybody. This is Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. Uh, for this, uh, the week after Easter, um, I know that because I'm eating jelly beans that I got for 50% off. Which is I always got, good. Because I got them the day after Easter. How's everybody? I am <laughs> good. Not as good as jelly bean eating, but pretty good. <laughs> Thank you for the Reese's. Oh, you're welcome. But I forgot. I had my own Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> Double Reese's. You can never have enough Reese's. I like when I got, a, I got a thing of like uh, Whopper eggs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this, they're just Whoppers. What's the difference? <laughs> well, <laughs> they're already egg shaped. <laughs> no, they're ball. They're, they're, they're rabbit poop shaped. No, they're okay. rabbit egg poop shaped. Mm. Yep, rabbit egg poop shaped. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're rabbit egg poop shaped. That's, that's, that's the name of the episode. We're going to have a series of episodes named after poop. That's, well, that's it. Why? <laughs> why not? Well, we, we had one. We got the tray. The one thing that bummed me out, though, about this candy is that um, Cadbury cream eggs are freaking expensive now. I remember buying Cadbury cream eggs for like 50 cents a pop. And then it was like, uh, like I saw a five pack and it was like, 588 like original price and then it was still half price of that and I'm like well, I guess that's 50% off but still like I was just like that is way too expensive for flipping candy like well, Cadbury uh, cream eggs are always going to be expensive even 50% off they're going to be expensive yeah but the point is they were cheap at one point yeah like I never felt like they were that expensive when it came to being expensive they're not in, that expensive in the, can, in, in the candy when world. When it comes to being expensive. Yeah. So, the candy they are, world. so they are expensive, but they're not that expensive. Yeah, right? See, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> so you get it. So how you guys been these past two weeks? <laughs> I've been all right. How about you? Good. We got some news uh-huh. for uh, video games, I guess. Oh, I know, I know what uh, Ed wants to talk about. Oh, what's that? Uh, Monster Hunter Stories got announced for... For American release, no oh, more Monster Hunter, eh? Yes. It's like Pokemon this time. You can play this one. It's an RPG. Yeah, you'll be okay. fine. It's <laughs> good. I'm like you, guys, no Monster. Even though, like, it's like it's just a game that I don't play. Like, I mean, not that I have like prejudice against it or anything like that. I just don't play it. Yeah. Like the, th- and the, but the thing is, I encourage you guys. Yeah. Like, how many jars of Devil Joe pickles did I buy? Man, that's that was true. amazing. <laughs> but although, no, 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 like I know, like I was supposed to save them, uh-huh. but these were pickles. I can't, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't stop. And then the one thing that did piss me off though was the, uh, the what's the pig called? Uh, Poogie, Poogie, yeah. Oh, no, well they had like hog swine or something like that, or oh, I think it's one of the costumes. Oh, yeah. okay, there's different costumes. The oh, okay. Okay. But they had a they had a jerky Moss of wine. it. Yeah, oh, ma- moss wine. Moss yeah, wine. Moss those, wine. Are the, those are the pigs. Those are the pigs that you actually go out and kill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Those are actually. But the thing I hated about that was that the it was moss wine jerky, but it was beef jerky. I'm like, you you had a chance yeah. of pork. Just make it pork jerky. Like, is that a thing? I've always wanted to try that. Sounds good, actually. Yeah, they, they, I've, I've seen I've yeah, seen pork jerky. Jerky almost anything. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like anything mammalian. Well, I think even then you can make lizard jerky See? too. <laughs> I guess anything that has meat. Can turkey be made jerky. into jerky. Turkey jerky. Yeah. The is Matrix is of? telling me this is turkey jerky. Yes, of course. Yeah. Gentlemen. Oh. Um, as a, huh. <laughs> it was just announced that um, Super, Super Bomberman R for the Switch uh-huh. is going to get, a, it's been getting updates, like a lot of updates. Uh-huh. People are saying that it's like, it's like really nice that uh, I, I guess the Switch has a really easy to, uh, 
really easy setup to to patch games on compared nice. to others. Other, other like before, it was just super hard to get certified to do any kind of patch mm-hmm. on um, Nintendo systems. But uh, with this new one, there's been I think three patches already for for um, Super Mario Man R. Mm-hmm. And which is quite normal. And they announced that they were going to do uh, a, a few more in the future. One of which, which is going to add other characters to be playable, uh-huh. and they're going to be basically every character that the company owns. Nice. <laughs> they've they've already uh, they've already announced that they're going to have uh, Simon Belmont and Pyramid Head as as playable Ooh, barman. I call dibs on Pyramid Head. <laughs> of course, you're calling it now. <laughs> okay. I freaking loved Silent Hill too. That was probably one of my favorite games ever. I didn't even play Silent Hill. I haven't even. Pl- uh, I've tried to play other Silent Hills, <laughs> but I've never beaten them. Like I tried playing three. I tried playing one. But I two. Got, I always got stuck in the, the piano in Silent Hill 1. Yeah. Just stuck in a piano? <laughs> well, there's a part where you got to play a piano thing, and you have to like have known like based uh, on the, the puzzle notes. and blah, blah, blah. Uh. And it's just like, it's it's really hard to get kind of thing. But like for me, it was like 2 was the only one that kept me enthralled the whole way through. Like, you know, playing 3, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. This is interesting, blah, blah, blah. And then just kind of like, eh. Well, actually, I think what that one was... Was because I had played three, and uh, I got to this one part that automatically killed me, and it had been so long since I last saved. Oh god! Oh. That like I was like, I'm, I'm done, done with this for now. I feel like I'll I come told, back to it later. I think I told you guys this story before, but that's why I never played any Devil May Cry game. <laughs> the first game ruined me so hard that I just never played any any after that. <laughs> um, the first game there was this part where I just basically got stuck trying to figure out what what to, like what to do. Uh-huh. And I, I swear I'd been at least a couple of hours just trying to figure out what what, what, like, what am I doing with this? And then I get to the boss and the camera somehow just randomly locked behind me. Mm-hmm. Locked behind me in a way where all I could see was a column that was behind me. <laughs> so I couldn't see this, anything on screen and the boss killed me. Aww. And and when I hit you know, I'll continue, it took me back to the very beginning of that whole area, which was like a couple of hours ago. <laughs> And I was just like, well, I guess I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> turned it off. Light it on fire. <laughs> yeah, those are, that's the uh, one thing I hate about games like that. Like, 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 I love the hell out of an RPG, but if you don't put save places in a lot of things, that's why I never, I never get those trophies where it's like, I forget what game it is. I think it might be one of the Silent Hills, but you only get like three saves for the entire game. Jeez. No, it's Dead Space 2. Dead, oh, Dead, really? Space, Dead Space 2's like super hardest mode mm. has it where you uh, only get like three saves for the entire game. Yeah. And that's it. So it's like, you're like, <laughs> You better hope you didn't use your last one too early. Yeah, exactly. You better pick you the game already and have a general idea of. <laughs> like, uh, was it. But then at the same time, it's like, it's like you think to yourself, like, how hard this thing is and like. You want jelly beans? You get jelly yeah, so beans. Jelly beans. All right, keep the jelly beans over there. I got like three different kinds of jelly beans in here. I got right. your Reese's. <laughs> we got eggs here. So. Yeah, I got I got Reese's eggs. I. 
There you go. <laughs> oh, these are these are favorites. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's nothing. Enough. It's nothing but strawberry, cherry, and watermelon that is, jelly beans. Best nice. Okay, I thought it was the other ones. There was these ones that I saw on sale that were Starburst jelly beans, but they were ice cream flavor. Or oh yeah, I, I got those two. I I I got those two, but there was a tiny bag, so I ate yeah. that all myself. Yeah. Uh, Ate it. <laughs> yeah, I got the Starburst jelly beans, the favorites. I got mixed berry Jolly Rancher jelly beans. Ooh, that was so good. And then my favorite, the Nerds Bumpy jelly beans. Mm. They're like they're like jelly beans that have like the, the cancerous jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> but what it is, it's basically coated in Nerds. That's why they're all bumpy. Mm. So each jelly bean is kind of crunchy. But it's the sweet, delicious crunchy nerds. So I got super distracted. What were we talking about? Uh, we were talking uh, about Dead Space Two. How it only has three save files. And, uh, I really got a three save series. I love the first one. Uh huh. And I haven't played any other ones since then. But I did find out that I think the third one ends with you fighting two moons that are that are that are alive. Apparently, that's the the final form of the the infection. Uh huh. Which they they take over the entire planet that they're on, and they just make that planet sentient. Two moods. <laughs> the thing I love about the co-op mode, though, too, is that, um, and the only way to play the co-op mode, I think, is online. Because mm-hmm. even if it's co-op in uh, in la- in in local, it doesn't make sense. So I, th- I think you can only do it online. But the thing I love about it is that you can play as Isaac Clark, who knows so much about this stuff that basically he's <laughs> he's uncorruptible. Expert. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy. Who's new to this is like getting all of the corruption shit happening to him. So it's like as he's like as as Isaac's playing, he's like seeing all those things where it's like, oh well, this happens and this happens. You got to defeat that, and like this is an evil creature that I have to shoot. But then to the other guy, it's like it's my son. He's calling out to me. I have to save him, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of like how how Isaac was in the first game with uh, Nicole. I think her name was the the his, your, his your girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like in this one now you're like oh you're like oh it's my kids it's my wife it's my I have to save them and Isaac's like oh get hold of yourself man so it's like based on who you play as you get a completely different kind of experience it's kind of like effed up and like kind of cool at the same time I watched the um also on play with the on the, on the version where you see all the weird stuff yeah. It's it's too funny. It's a part where it's like a like a happy birthday thing. Like uh-huh. It's like, and then a bunch of like balloons fall. And it's like what the heck? <laughs> and then I think when it breathes away, it's like all horrible. Like the person just saw the horrible part of it. <laughs> They're being attacked, I think, during it. And like the balloons are really those little baby things that explode. <laughs> God. God, that one creeps me out. In, in Dead Space 2, when you meet those things, oh those creepy and little babies. And it's you're in the daycare, and there's that one teacher who's like. Calling out to the baby to come to her, and then like she hugs it, and just poof, and then the blood just covers the glass, and you're like, oh god, <laughs> that that game should just be called, oh god, the game, that entire series, because because there's so many parts in those, there's so, there's so many parts in the beginning of that of that game where it's like when you're first finding like survivors, and they're just like all finding new and inventive ways of dying. Yeah. Like that one girl who just looks at you and smiles and then just like slits her own throat and falls to the ground. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just call that game uh, uh, hor- uh, horror ragdoll physics game because you just like, you just, all the bodies are lying around. You can pick them up. You can, you can oh, freeze yeah. them. You can, yeah. you can cut their limbs off. Flop and then, them yeah. around everywhere. Cut their, Did cut their limbs you? off and use them as weapons. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story with Kono? <laughs> the first time he was playing Dead Space, he was uh, playing it, and he's like super intense. And I haven't said anything. I'm just watching. 
So he's focused on it. And he turns around and there's another one of those alien things that just jumps at him. He pauses it, put the controller down, got up, and just walked away. <laughs> he just walked out. And just walked just away, paused, mother. Paused it, put it down, got up, and just walked out. <laughs> Did he explain why? Or? Yeah, well, after he came back, he was like, nope. <laughs> but the funnier part is the pause screen is the monster just right in his face. <laughs> I think the meanest part in the first Dead Space is when you go to save and there's a monster that doesn't show up until you're trying to save. So, like, right when you're going to the save screen, it's just all of a sudden just on the side of the screen, this guy just jumps on you. Yeah. Uh, like, that's, that's the thing I loved about it, too, is that the music was so, like, cool just because of the fact that, like, uh, monsters would wait to attack you. Yeah. Like, like they like you'd see a tentacle, like, pop into screen and the music would just kind of, like, spark up a little bit. And that's what would freak you out. And you turn around and there's a... Like it doesn't just attack you. Like that—that that was the cool thing. It was like, oh, you see that? You gonna get fucked up? You don't turn around right now, son. And <laughs> uh, and and yeah, that was like that game series is just really cool. And um, if you like, if you haven't played it, play it. Oh, the, if they would make a VR version of it? Oh God, no! Like I already couldn't handle Resident <laughs> Evil <laughs> with freaking. Uh, Friggin' that VR experience. Yeah, Tony still hasn't beaten that in VR. <laughs> He's beaten that game like five times outside of VR. <laughs> he has the VR though, mind you. Like yeah. to those of you out there, he does own the VR, uh, the PSVR. He's he's playing it in small sections in in VR and doses, if you will. Mm. Yeah. Um. Oh, the SNES Mini Classic, yeah. yada yada, is is. Is is rumored to be coming out on on Christmas, uh-huh. which is Again? why they why they canceled the uh, no the the SNES uh, classic. Oh, cool! That's why they canceled the NES classic. I'm like, why would you cancel? It's not like nobody's gonna buy both. Yeah, I think it's just the idea that they want to make sure they have actual actual uh, amounts this time. Uh-huh. So you cancel the NES one, then you have the ones that were working on that working on the SNES one, uh-huh. so you have more of it. You know, because I'm just like I'm just like. Wait, what's going on? Well, you know, they, they made the NES Classic, yeah. the little miniature thing. Yeah. Well, they, they discontinued it. That's so, bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. So nice. if you can find it. It was on market for three months, I that's think. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. And, and I think <laughs> it was like half French. a year. Uh. But yeah, like, like they're, they're canceling. But they're bringing in the SNES Mini. That's 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 smart to yeah. an extent. Yeah. It's, it's stupid to discontinue something like the NES Classic, but it is it is a good choice to bring on... Yeah. Yes, NES. And but to be fair, it's technically a rumor still, I think. But so it's not a fact. But it's one of those ones that's like so highly cited. You're like, this has got to be real. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just like I want, I want that thing. Damn it! <laughs> like, I want it. Okay. Let's just go on the table. <laughs> 30, 30 SNES games. Go. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy three, but the, but it'll be six. Yeah, six. Kirby Superstar. Uh huh. Uh huh. Super Mario World. Uh, what about uh, another Kirby game? Uh, I was thinking. Um, <gasps> Chrono Trigger. What do you say? Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Of course, if you get Square Enix, you gotta get you gotta get both six and Chrono Trigger. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy. Metroid. Oh, never mind. Oh, you can uh, also get um, Super Metroid. Yeah, you can also get Secret of Mana. Uh, Super Game Boy. I'm selling it right now. <laughs> I mean, you gotta Kong get Super Country. Mario World. That's obvious. Oh, oh yeah, Donkey Kong Country's Country. Get get one and two. Nobody needs three. One and two. <laughs> Put one <Okay>. and two. <laughs> and you know who's gonna be mad at that? I know. <laughs> I don't care. I said it. Uh, Earthbound and NBA Jam. 
Ooh, yeah. that'd be good. Could be you get it be a jam? Because like, isn't there, aren't there a lot of licenses for that? How, how would that work? Well, I don't know. Oh, NBA Jam. Oh, I don't know who owns NBA Jam now. Because I know it was Midway, <laughs> but Midway doesn't exist anymore. So but I mean, like they have all those all those like uh, player likenesses and stuff too. How does that work? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Acclaim <laughs> Studios. Acclaim. Uh, Acclaim. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Acclaim owns it. Okay. Yes. What about um, Capcom? We gotta get some. So uh, Mega Man X. Captain Commando. Get some beat 'em ups in there. Oh, that'd be good. Um, did Bucky did Final Fight come out for SNES? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, big one. Final O'Hare? Fights 1, 2, and 3 all came out for the SNES. You just need one. <laughs> what? Sunset Bucky O'Hare? Ooh, Sunset, Ooh, Riders? Sunset, Sunset Riders? Sunset Riders, yeah. Bucky O'Hare. They're not going to put Bucky O'Hare on there. Final Fight. Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> let's go to that story. Our friend Jaime. <laughs> Have we not told this story before? I'm not Probably. Sure. Um, Are you in story? Our friend, no, no we, we never mentioned it on the podcast, okay, but okay. I do yeah, think we, 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 we told about you it all the time. Um, our friend Jaime, they were talking about video games one time. Ed and his friends, and Jaime had said, "Ooh, Bucky O'Hare." I was like, "What the hell is Bucky O'Hare?" And like, I've I've known him all my life, and I've known Bucky O'Hare. But just to be an asshole, I was like, I, I don't, "What are you talking about?" I've I have no idea what you're talking about. about. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, it's a rabbit who flies in space with a bunch of other animals, and they fight toads in space, and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, oh, what the hell are you talking about? This can't be real. Like, no like one... a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah it sounds like a fever dream, blah, blah, blah. Finally, I show up. <laughs> and you know me being the... The, the, the breaker. Ca- the cavalcade of knowledge that I usually am. Um, and he goes like, Isaiah, please me. tell me you've heard of Bucky O'Hare. And I'm like... Let's go bag us some toes. No, He's no, like, oh. no, no, no. The first one he said, what the hell are you talking about? Because <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Ed kind of gave me that look of like, huh? He's like, oh. He's like oh. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, what? <laughs> like, he got legitimately scared. Like his eyes kind of like opened up like, oh shit, maybe I did make it up. And I'm like, no, no, I'm kidding. I know what you're talking about. Like I thought I said, the, let's go bag us some toads. He was like, starting to think that he was like a uh, Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh God, the nerds, jelly beans. Anyway. <laughs> oh God, the nerd jelly beans. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah. They look like dinosaur eggs. I'm trying to think of uh, what else would go good on an NES. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of games that I like. I was gonna say eating jelly beans on a podcast is a good idea. <laughs> just, just <laughs> I think we did this last year actually. Yeah, Easter uh, traditions. And I, th- I believe it's gonna be a tradition now. Yeah, because um, there's games in there that I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, ooh, that'd be good. But then I'm like, nobody knows what the hell that game is. Because one of my favorite SNES games, and the only reason I, I know about it is because I had it on another way of playing video games. Robo <laughs> Robotrek. Another way of playing video games, like my Robo-Shrek? like my Raspberry other way of playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> Rhymes with Schmegulator. Uh, Regulator? Schmegulock. <laughs> it's beardy. Anyway, um, have you ever played Robotrek? Oh yeah, like no. that. It's such a it's such a simplistic RPG. It's you play a kid who's like dad built robots, and now you build robots, and and you it's basically Pokemon. You use the robots to fight for you, cool, instead of you fighting. And uh, then you you get different parts, and you also get blueprints on how to make new parts, so you can go and 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 robots. make your robots better. 
I still remember I named my first robot Cubix. <laughs> Cubix. Cubix. Robots for everyone. Yeah, Cubix. And like just going around like beating the crap. But the, thing, the hard thing is that you get three robots... But for me, I always just had the one. I just overpowered one, yeah, and then the and then the other two would get the runoff, basically. But it's like after the first one dies, the other two have like no experience. Uh-huh. So they're just like, "Whoa, yeah. I'm trying my best." Yeah. Well, I dug myself a hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then again, I'm too deep into the game to to train the other guys. Yeah. Save state, load state. Ooh, Tetris attack. Oh yeah. yeah. You gotta have at least one puzzle game, it's true. Oh no, didn't the, wasn't there one that was um, Dr. Mario and Tetris? That'd be a good one too. Well, yeah, but uh, Tetris Attack is different from Tetris. It's, it's not even, it's Puzzle League, I think is the actual. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tetris Attack is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Especially playing Blood Hard Mode. I still have on my Schmegulator a, uh, <laughs> a, uh, um, a safe state. Of me facing Bowser Blood Red Hard Mode. It's right before the fight. So it's just like... Ah! You, can right, you can just go right into it. Yeah. And just like... I'm just hearing him like... Bruh! 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 And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> clear the board! Clear the board! <laughs> Man, I knew I forgot something. I was going to bring my my, uh, my portable uh, Klax player. <laughs> yeah, because that's all he's playing it for. <laughs> Is it really portable when it's that stacked high? It's still portable. Yes. I can take it with me. It's like, it's like having a Sega Genesis with a 32X plugged in, with a Game Genie plugged in, with Sonic and Knuckles plugged in. I'm, with just, <laughs> I'm just shocked how, how well it plays while I'm moving around like that. It's so huge. It's like a tower sticking out of the back of a, of a giant SNES controller. Yeah, yeah just so you know, I, I, a while back I bought Klax for $40. Because I really like Klax. For $40? Yeah. The hell is I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. I thought it was only 4 Four. What? I can't get any NES game for four, four bucks. Thank you, sir. Sure you um, can. Oh, wow. Just, it just has to be a really yeah. shitty game. Dinosaur eggs. These do look like cancerous nerds. <laughs> oh, no. Cancerous jelly beans. Well, yeah, yours one's had a head for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, uh, do oh you guys know what Klax is? Yes. No? It's the, it's the 90th uh, puzzle game there is. Because it says when you set the game up, uh, it is the 90s and there is time for Klax. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the intro All screen. All right. And, right. It's, and it's. Is this spelled K L A X X? No, it's just 1X. 1X, okay. I, I own the game, but I don't look at the. I don't I ignore it. Um, I found this game at a nickel nickel for free. I just played it for like an hours. Yeah, the entire time we were there. I keep coming back to Dan. He's just playing Clacks. Like, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing there, Dan? Uh huh. Does that have to do with any of the facts? No. Then get away. <laughs> it's, um... It even it's, has its own hand gesture. Oh, yeah. And it's like making a K with a hand? Yeah. It's like you make Penguin's hand. <laughs> or, <laughs> or my favorite from uh, from Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, when he realizes that the moon is the same shape as his hand. He puts his hand up like that. I don't I don't get that reference. You ever played Oddworld? <laughs> nope. Hmm. Good. I, I, I hear good things. Um... Why does he walk like that? <laughs> his walk animation is... Because... he's letting it flow free. I mean, he's only wearing a loincloth. Mm. Anyway, um... Clax is basically a Tetris. If if instead of the pieces falling down, they're... 
coming at you. They're like these domino pieces that are that are flipping over, which is why it's called clacks, I guess, because it makes that noise. Clack, 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 and you come up to five on your your little things where you're holding them, and you gotta put them down and try to make them, you know, make uh, Tetris things where you make like yeah. three three in a row or four or five. And, and then you can go diagonal up and down across. Exactly. And there's like a bunch of other stuff that goes on in the game. Like there's like actual secret warps where you have to get a big X, which are like super super hard because it takes up like your whole field. Right. Because you gotta, like it only goes to five, you know. Mm. Um, and then there's like. Uh, Every every level, in order to beat it, you have to um, fulfill a certain objective. So it'll say like, do fifteen horizontal, uh, you know, ones. So you guys, you gotta focus on doing horizontals. So it kind of you know mixes the gameplay up a little bit instead of the game just getting faster. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is good because I mean that's that's always been the hard part for for those kind of games. It's like you play Tetris, you get to like a certain level, and you're just like, well, no, nah, it's impossible for me. Unless I'm, unless I'm some sort of genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that one guy who's able to play Tetris in that mode where like it's you don't invisible. even see the pieces, yeah, or they just immediately drop. Well, I watched this one documentary and there was like, the entire documentary was, was talking about the return of this guy who who I think he I think he he's the guy that won the Nintendo World Championships back in the day, mm-hmm. and his thing was that he could get uh, farther than, than anyone else has ever gotten in the original Tetris uh, for for the NES, I think. Mm-hmm. And his thing was that because um, after a certain point, the pieces are falling way too fast, you know? Right. Even, and it gets to a point where even if you hold the direction, the second the piece appears, you still can't reach the sides. Oh, Jeez. wow. So this, this is like no way to do it, right? So this kid, <laughs> he was so good that he could actually get the pieces to move faster than, than by holding it, by matching the, the direction. Uh-huh. So instead of holding right, he would just mash right super hard. And he would actually get the piece over there in time. Nice. So he, yeah, he, and he claimed to make it to like the next level, which is nobody's ever done. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, like, is that true? But this guy's really good. So I mean, he's probably not lying about it. But it was back in the day where not everybody had like a camera and stuff, yeah, you can't, you a, a can't video prove camera. It. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. And he came out of retirement. He didn't. He, I don't think he won, but he, he did really well. He showed that he still he still had it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he actually, I think at the end of the undocumentary, they actually show that he got good enough and he actually did beat the level again, this time with fo- with footage, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, clacks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so I bought a portable uh, NES player, NES, SNES player. Nice. And pretty much just for clacks. I'll probably, I'll probably play some Shadow Gate on there. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. It's uh, it's fun. Uh, everything about that game, Clax. Whenever a piece falls and you don't catch it, it screams bloody murder, and it's like a guy, it's like a an adult man that just goes, ah! <laughs> every single time you miss a piece, it just, ah! <laughs> I want to play it. I miss every piece. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious because sometimes I'll be like, oh wait, what are they supposed to do with this level? I'll just, I'll just die so I can find out what it is. And just, the art of Tibetan screen singing rightfully <laughs> died out in the year 27 AD. But two Berkeley trust fund kids are trying to bring it back. Here's a 45-minute sampling. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> By the way, I was playing and somebody was like, you know, the one thing this game's missing is music. Mm. And I'm like, I think there was music in the arcade version. And I, I hit pause like after playing for a couple of hours. I hit pause and there was a there was an option that comes up to change the music. There's like five different songs I could choose from. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I did not know. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I did not know. That honestly just makes me think of someone like getting pissed off at the game. Mm-hmm. Like when when they fall, she's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> you just start doing it too whenever it happens. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of a Family Guy. What makes you so great to be president? Maybe it's because I can say all fifty states in half a second. <laughs> you didn't say anything. You just yelped really loud. Are you never proud of my accomplishments? <laughs> Oh, uh, one more thing about clacks. You can actually press up, mm-hmm. and it, it tosses one of the pieces, rubber pieces on top of your stack. Uh-huh. Yeah. It tosses it back onto the uh, conveyor belt. Oh, cool. Which is cool, because like, sometimes you really need another piece, and you're like running out of space. Or my favorite thing is uh, some of the things just require you to survive. <laughs> It'll say, like, survive for 50 pieces or something, like catch 50 pieces. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you throw it back. That counts as one, and you can catch it again, and that counts as two. Well, sometimes near the end, you're about to die, you're running out of space, and you're like, I'm like, you know, 10 spaces away. <laughs> you just start throwing all these pieces, and then it's like a billion pieces coming down the conveyor belt, and you're like, I just need to catch like three more. <laughs> juggle, juggle, juggle. It's great. What? What? Isaiah, have we talked about Mystery Science Theater yet? Oh, the, 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 re- the, the return? return? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have. But yeah, yeah. Well, we mentioned it like a couple. We, well, episodes. we mentioned it, but we didn't actually get to see it. No. Um. Yeah. It's so good. I think everybody uh, said that once they saw that that song about the kaiju across the world, everybody knew. <laughs> we all knew it was gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> My brother says the only complaint he has with it is that sometimes they really rush jokes. Like they yeah. put in way too many at one point. Like. Like, that's his only, like, real complaint about it. Rather, that's what I, that's what I hear, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. Like, to some people, it's good, but, like, my brother's, like, used, like, for those of us who, who grew up on the old one, mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, kind of let the movie play a little bit. Get some jokes in while... <coughs> but this one's, like, oh, here's a joke. Here's another joke. Another joke. Third joke. Like, <laughs> I, I'm okay with it, because I feel like that's the, the modern way to do it now, with all because everybody watches YouTube and stuff. You gotta, you gotta keep it coming. Yeah, instant gratification. Right, yeah, exactly. Plus, it's on Netflix. You can always rewind it if you miss something. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like true. you know. Or you can just replay the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Uh, yeah, the, the thermometer is now at twenty degrees. That's just still my favorite joke. The first episode, <laughs> Reptilica is just. Yeah, it's like, the part where where the camera keeps cutting to different things. Um, it goes to the guy. It goes to a scientist that's like asleep, and he's like, he's got, he's got very nice. Uh, what was it? He has very nice hair. Um, for a man who lives alone. <laughs> Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's he's very well kept for a man who lives alone. And then it cuts to like a like this this door to this freezer is supposed to be closed, being open. Yeah. And, like the door is ajar. And it cuts to like the, the thermometer, and it's like the uh, temperature is uh, negative five degrees. And he cuts back to the guy again. He's like he's, he's, he's been working well really hard. He's, he's very well kept for a man who lives alone. <laughs> and then it goes to the clock. The clock is now five oh six a.m. The, the the temperature is now at ten degrees. He's very well kept for a man who lives alone. The time is now five oh six. The thermometer is now at twenty degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting more more intense. Yes. I think I think my only real problem with the with the series is that Tom and Crow sound too alike mm, to yeah. me. Yeah. Like like Crow always had like a higher pitched voice and Tom always had a deeper voice. So like even when um like season one they didn't have Kevin Murphy yet, who mm. played uh who played Servo from season two all the way to the series' end. Um 
even before that, in season one, they had J. Elvis Weinstein doing the voice of Servo, and he played Servo kind of deep. You know, he was just kind of like a what did a, and that was kind of the joke because Servo is such a tiny little robot, but he has uh, such a deep voice. Yeah. Um, did you wink at me as you said that's, that was the joke? <laughs> that's the joke. Huh? Uh, now there's just something in my eye. Uh, but yeah, and but then it's like you hear Crow and Servo in this new series, and they kind of sound very. They both kind of have that a higher tone of voice. One thing I do like, though, is they modified Servo. His arms work now. Like, oh, yeah. they actually move up and down and everything. And Gypsy does come in every once in a while. My sister's mad, though, with Gypsy. Like, Fuck everyone that. in my family has a qualm with the new <laughs> series. My sister's problem is that Gypsy is now a woman actually doing the voice Gypsy. Whereas Gypsy, Gypsy, Gypsy has always been a woman. But at the beginning, Gypsy was... Uh, voiced by a man pretending to be a woman, almost sound like Julia Child. Like my uh, favorite line of hers is in the movie. Like hairbrush or hairspray? Yeah, like my favorite line is, of hers is in the movie uh, MST3K, the movie, when they accidentally crash into the Hubble because they're trying to pilot the ship back to Earth. Oh, okay. And um, he's like, uh, "Gypsy, can you help us out here?" She's like, "No." This is your dishwashing liquid. You soak in it. Like that's how Gypsy talked, and like I loved. And yeah, that was that was just funny the way she sounded. But now it's like all dropping off the payload. Da 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 da. Like it's like all nice and like I'm like, yeah. well, no, you got to be like kind of like effed up. <laughs> but he but he said at the beginning that he changed her voice. So yeah, he did. changed he changed her voice did, and then he fixed it did her. Explain it. <laughs> They're also going to explain uh, how the bots got... I heard that when they, if and when they do a season two, mm-hmm. that they're going to explain uh, why the uh, why the bots are back on the ship. Uh, because... Maybe they just made new ones. What? I said maybe they just made new ones. I don't know. They're, they're robots. Yeah. You can make yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... Um, but why not make different robots? Like, why is it specifically Tom Servo? Well, well, she, well, she's trying to recreate their greatest experiments. So ah. you, you would recreate it the same way you did, just re- replace one thing. Well, the thing is too, you got to remember um, the Mads didn't make them, so yeah, they they don't true. they don't know exactly how to build them. Yeah. Um, Joel is the one that built them, and at the end of the series, the end of the original series, uh, Mike crashes the satellite of love back into Earth, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Servo, Crow, and and uh, Mike all live in a one bedroom apartment together. <laughs> nice. And apparently, Gypsy doesn't live with them because she became a multi millionaire. <laughs> like, how? So I don't know, but they explained that like basically she became like a titan of industry, and like now she's like rich, living in Wall Street kind of thing. And Cambot's visiting. That's why you're able to watch this because it's still the camera. And uh, and they sit down. They're like, oh, coming up next, the crawling eye. And they all sit down in front of this really shitty television. Mm, nice. And just start making fun of it, like they're doing the exact yeah. same thing. And um, and uh, and yeah, and that's actually the first episode of the Comedy Central series is the crawling eye. Okay. So because there was, I think, it's ten seasons, seven on Comedy Central, three on Sci Fi. But before that, there were I think twenty six episodes on Minnesota Public Access mm. before it got picked up by the Comedy Channel and then Comedy Channel merged with Ha Entertainment to become Comedy Central. <laughs> well, ha, ha Entertainment's a terrible name. Well, the Comedy Channel just showed comedies. So it would show sitcoms and stuff of the like. And then uh, Ha Entertainment showed stand-up. So that's why the two merged to become Comedy Central and then showed both stand-up and uh, sitcoms and stuff like that, uh, and then um, and then yeah, and then it went to sci-fi for seasons eight through ten, 
and now it's on Netflix for season 11. So um, help me out here because I, I can't remember this, this little boss's name. What's the one that they can fly now? Oh, uh, Servo. Tom Servo. Servo. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I actually really like that he can fly. Like At first I was like, what's that going to do for the show? Like, What's the benefit of that? Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny when he does it. Like he, he flies up and kisses this guy one time on the lips because it changes scenes as he's flying towards something else. And then he's just right at the guy's mouth, so he's just like, Mwah. And there's, a, there's another part where like I think um, like the monster's shooting this green slime, and he flies up with like a bucket, and he catches the slime, and he's like, we're going to eat tonight. Like he flies away with it. Like, and he goes off the left side of the screen, and then immediately comes back on the right side. The thing, the thing that I like, too, is the fact that... Because the thing is, is that... Um, like me being the Misty, that's how Servo moves anyway. Like that's how he's supposed to be on the counter. Is that he flies? Oh, okay. So, that makes sense. so like, yeah, you don't see him fly through the the main <coughs> portal thing, but that's to that's to explain how he's able to get on the counter. Is that he flies up there, mm. and um, and yeah, and I like the fact that Jonah doesn't have to carry him in like the other guys used to do. They'd carry Tom Servo and then basically put him on Kevin Murphy's hand uh, so that way he can control him in the in the theater. Now you just see Tom Servo just kind of like fly in, take his seat, and, and they watch the movies. I'm trying to figure out what the payload is, though. Because at, like at two points in the movie, Gypsy drops in to deliver the payload, and then she comes back in to pick it up and take off with it. <laughs> like the, Those are the times when Gypsy cracks a joke is when she comes in to drop off the payload. But yeah. I'm like... I don't think they ever explain what the payload is. I don't know either. Hmm. I think that's something they might explain in, in later seasons. Like Joel says that, that there's still a lot that he wants to explore in the new seasons. Like I said, they, they want to explore why the bots are back on the ship. They want to explain like like certain things. And Just a thought. What's the newest movie that they ever did on, uh, on that show? I don't know. They've done some movies from the 80s. I don't think they've done anything beyond the 80s. I remember certain movies that actually sued major studios and it was because of mst3k that they even got recognition oh like there was a movie that they did in the sci-fi series called clonus the parts horror and it was a movie about the parts what the parts horror horror or horror 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 and the the point of the, the point of the film was that uh it was about a guy who finds out that he's not even the guy. He's he's a clone of somebody else who is just being kept in case that person needs an organ okay. transplant. That's why it's the parts whore. Because he is basically just parts for somebody else. And then later on, there was a movie that was made called The Island. The Island, yeah. It's the same exact story. Yeah. yeah. And so the guy that made the parts whore sued... Saying no, you took my idea, and like it gained a lot of traction because people remembered that movie from Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. Otherwise, it was just like some B movie that faded off into obscurity. Yeah, like without that, you could argue like, well, I never saw your movie. Like, yeah, exactly. Nobody yeah. saw it. Like nobody cares. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, but they did. <laughs> and by the way, also speaking of, uh, we saw Rift Track Samurai Cop too. Samurai oh. Cop. That's, that song was so freaking great. <laughs> and it basically just explains the entire movie. Like it's on iTunes. Yeah, pick it up. It's ninety nine cents. Do it. What are you What are you doing? Uh, what are you gonna do with that dollar? Yeah, buy a soda. <laughs> listen to something forever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, have the right to listen to that something forever. Um, it's funny too because Riff Tracks actually responded to me when I asked him about that. I'm like, when are we gonna get that Samurai Cop song? I really liked it. He's like, oh, hold on, hold on, we'll let you know. <laughs> like, 
I remember when I uh, when I first went to go see them, they showed Plan Nine from Outer Space, mm-hmm. and uh, they gave us they gave me a song called Plans One Through Eight, and it's just a song <laughs> explaining what happened and why those plans fell through. Like Plan One was really great, a solar powered death ray, but the man that's supposed to deliver it never showed up that day. <laughs> like and Plan Two, and like they just go through all of the different plans that happened before Plan Nine. Yes. Because if you don't know, the movie, famously directed by Ed Wood, mm. Plan 9 is about uh, aliens who have decided to execute their ninth plan to take over Earth, which is zombies. Okay. They're just going to reanimate corpses and have them take over the Earth and then take over the Earth after that. Okay. By the way, I enjoyed looking for the Samurai Cop song because all I got was Dave Matthews Band because apparently there's a song called Samurai Cop that they made. And... <laughs> All I got was Dave Matthews Band and Samurai Jack stuff. <laughs> because I guess he's kind of a samurai cop. I don't know. <laughs> I, I am genuinely I'm genuinely excited at the idea that hopefully, hopefully, Dave Matthews had seen Samurai Cop. I need to listen to that song just to see if <laughs> he had genuinely heard the Samurai Cop, or had seen the Samurai Cop movie. And, uh, and just like, you know. I need to make a song about that. <laughs> this has inspired me. Yeah. This is my muse. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> um, hey, Ed. That's my name. <laughs> You've been keeping up with uh, One Piece? No, I've been kind of lagging on it. Uh, there's some some stuff going on. Kind of interesting. Um, Last time I, s- I saw was um, their radio tech. Big well, I'm not talking about storyline stuff. Oh, I'm talking about the fact that the uh, I guess the 20th anniversary is coming up. Oh, really? And they're doing a bunch of stuff. And, oh, uh, hell yeah! They're doing the the world like the the, the biggest uh, character poll they've ever done. Um, the picture for it included every character that has ever been in the series. Oh God, Garusa! I, I think it had over 600 characters on on <laughs> on, on the picture. It was just basically like a box for every every character's face. And, it, and I think the idea is that they're going to have a character uh, popularity poll for every character from the series. Yeah. And um, and they also showed, like, all the characters who made it in the, in, into the top ten. And it had, like, all their, their rankings from all the previous polls. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to include every other poll they've, they've ever done uh, as well or how that's going to work. But, yeah, like, over 600 characters, and they're doing a character popularity poll for all of them. That's good. So, nice. they're, they're like, we're going to figure out exactly where everybody is based on popularity. I want... There's a part of me that wants to um, straight up hijack that mm-hmm. and uh, just make the guy that fixes doors is number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down for that. I miss that guy. Uh, now, now it's all about Panda Man. <laughs> Panda Man. Panda Man. Panda Man. It's Panda Man. Said yeah, I know, Panda but he's, he's taking over. He's <laughs> taking over. There used to be a bunch of weird, weird, weird background characters. Now it's just Panda Man. Mm. Panda Man. Um, Panda Man. Pa- Panda stop. Man. He's taking over. But um, uh, fun fact: uh, I think Luffy has been number one on every poll. Really? He's, he's the only one that's been like super consistent. Hmm. I wonder why. Oh. Um. Okay, I, I know you guys haven't seen Samurai Cop. Uh, not Samurai Cop. Samurai the, the, late, Cop. <laughs> the latest Samurai Jack yet, right? I have. I, I haven't. It has. Okay, uh, I'm gonna tell you probably. I'm, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hint to my favorite joke for this week's episode. The guy looks like. Yeah, it, it's a <laughs> reference. It's a reference to probably one of my favorite uh, Porky Pig jokes when he says, uh, "Well, son of a son, son, son of a son, son of a gun." 
like, I bet you thought I was going to say "son of a bitch," didn't you? And, and the the joke in Samurai Jack in that episode in that scene, it reminds me of um, of that because like during this entire scene, I'm like, the, that guy's head looks like such a, and then. The character says it, like just straight yeah, says yeah. it, and it's like I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, like I was not expecting that. Like, I didn't expect him to say it. And then, and then my dad, my dad, my brother, and I who were all watching that episode. We're like, oh, we're like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> like he actually yeah, said it. It was like yeah. it, it just made me feel like that scene where it was like, oh, it was like, oh, we were all thinking it. Like <laughs> nobody expected anybody to actually say it. And I'm like, oh right, Samurai Jack is Adult Swim now. It makes total sense. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like every episode has had a had a, a like oh my god moment yeah. like you know oh god like like I was telling Ed the episode before the newest one mm-hmm. the, the Scotsman freaking Scotsman scene is amazing I thought <laughs> it was totally spoiled for me on uh, on YouTube it was like I think uh, a few minutes after the episode aired I got a, a a recommended video on YouTube that just the entire title was just exactly what happens in the scene I'm like <laughs> I'm not even I wasn't even gonna watch it you just told me. Oh, fuck. Fine, I'll watch it. Um, it was amazing. Right? Oh, uh, I showed Isaiah this this trailer, uh, Ed, but um, this movie called The Hitman's Bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Starring uh, oh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson that. and Ryan Reynolds. Mm. And um, it looks pretty good. <laughs> the, the idea is that it's a... That Ryan Reynolds plays a, a guy who has to bodyguard the world's greatest ass- assassin. And just the two of them getting into hijinks. Mm-hmm. It plays the song from The Bodyguard <laughs> from the original movie. Nice. Um. And I will always love you. That's enough. That's enough. Did, did my check finally came in so I could so I could be a bodyguard now? That <laughs> oh, was my. Oh yeah. Uh, what's my favorite one? Um, what's uh, What's Whitney Houston's favorite type of coordination? What? Henda. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but it looks like a lot of fun. It's um, we get to see uh, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson do do some some physical comedy, which is rare, uh, different. Well, something I haven't seen since uh, the other guys. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, it just there's like some some meta commentary going on there because he says like you you have single ruin you have single handedly ruined the um the word motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he proved it. You guys know why he says that so often, right? Why? Because he's a badass motherfucker. No, um, he used to stutter as a oh. kid, like super hard. And the one thing that that really helped him a lot was uh, cursing. Yeah, it was was finding out that if he if he curses, it's considered a uh, cursing is actually a different part of the brain than language. It's weird. It's actually directly linked to to emotion. Uh-huh. It's um people think that it might actually be the first language we ever had, and it was more of a a, a guttural thing you do, like when you get hit or hurt. You know, it's like oh, like yeah. but, but you would, but you would you would cuss. Damn so, it! Like, so, so the brain still still disconnects it to like. A completely different part of the brain. It's like um, I forget what it's called, but it's it's almost it's almost like instinctual. Mm-hmm. You can't help it once you once you yeah. know once you know curses. <laughs> and um, so yeah, like there's actually things where like somebody can lose the ability to speak, mm-hmm. but they'll still gain they'll still be able to curse to curse. It's a separate part of your brain. Nice. But yeah, that's, that's how it works with stuttering. When you curse, you don't stutter. 
Like, like you never stutter on a curse. You never say like fuck, fuck. Like no. that, that doesn't happen. You just say fuck. Like you just say it. So that uh, that, that that was his therapy was to do that, mm-hmm. yeah. and it worked. But it also became a part of his his character, his his language now. Yeah, <laughs> forever, you know. Um, yeah, that's a little trivia for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you, you also uh, you also for some reason you never stutter when you sing. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Because I I know that specifically. Thanks to the scat man. <laughs> the scat man? Why? He actually says that in his song. <coughs> well, everyone stutters on way or the other, so check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, don't let nothing hold you back, because the scat man can do it, and so can you. And he talks about how, like, uh, everybody knows that the scat man stutters, but does never stutter when he sings. And, like, I'm like, oh, oh that's okay. cool. Like, so, that's so, why so that's... he sings to not do that. Okay, yeah, he sings... Huh? <laughs> I used to love that. It's like he wants you to poop on him. But yeah. He doesn't want to make it easy. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if you know that story. That's, that's twice poop has come up in this, this episode. I'm telling uh, you. There's a there's a time we're going we're going to, to Ed's birthday party. Yeah. We're going to this place called Baroni's. Which, which by the amazing. way, we need to go back. I know. I've been. Oh God. Anyway, because uh, if you don't know Baron, okay, going off another tangent. Yeah, yeah. Baroni's is a uh, restaurant. It was from Freakazoid. There's an episode yeah. where they meet the alien Boron, and Boron came from the planet Baronies. And that episode had a uh, commentary track, and they said that Baronies was actually and, the name of the restaurant that they would go to. It's funny because I think me and Isaiah were watching it at the same time in different areas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, uh, I was watching it with the commentary, and I don't think Ed was yet. Actually, I was. I was oh. watching, watching the cartoon because this is the time that the show came out. Yeah, and. Uh, no, I, I, but anyway. So anyway, uh, they said that Bronies was a place that they went to after they wrapped every episode. It was like it was a nice thing because you know it's a nice little Italian restaurant. You can go eat a slice of pizza, and there's there's Ricardo Montalban eating a slice, and like you know stuff like that. Yeah. And um, and like I immediately text Ed, I'm going, we're going to Bronies. Like, right. cool. What is it? <laughs> and I explained it to him. He's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 we're definitely going. But anyway, as we're driving there, um, our friend Tony is playing. The best of Scatman John. Wait, 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 before this, oh keep in mind, one of my rules was I was trying not to laugh the whole day. Yeah, because <laughs> one, one of the things, Ed and I had been taking an improv class, and I, I, one of my critiques for Ed was like, you keep laughing too early. Try to like hold it in, like, you know, so that way the scene can progress a little bit yeah. better. And he's like, okay. So he was trying not to laugh. And um, that entire time we're listening to, and of course for me there's there's really two songs by Scatman. There's there's Scat there's I'm the Scatman and Scatman's World. Those are like the two best songs of his. Uh, and then we're listening to all the other ones, and one of them was called Scat Me If You Can. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell does that mean? And I'm just like, it sounds like he wants you to poop on him, but he's not gonna make it easy for you. <laughs> And like everyone in the car bursts up laughing and Ed's just like <laughs> <laughs> trying so hard not to laugh and, and, and almost seeing the failure on his face as he's like holding it in. But yeah, like Scat me if you can. I'm like, I've what? never heard Scat Me If You Can. Neither I, had I up until that point. None of us had. There's there's an entire list of Scatman songs. Scatman John songs yeah. on YouTube. He apparently and the first the first two are Scatman Ski Bop. Ski ba You wanna know the funniest thing? You wanna know how I was introduced to Scatman John? Good humor ice cream. Really? Go what? On. There's a commercial for good humor ice cream Go on. that had an ice cream man going, I'm the good humor man. They just used Scatman John's song, but replaced on the Scatman with the Good Humor Man. 
And I was like, oh, what the hell is this song? And then later on, like I was, I'm like looking at other things and I'm the scat man. And I'm like, that's, oh, that's where they that's got it familiar. from. Yeah. And okay, so here's my idea for the cover photo for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> 1996. I just wanted to be like the poster for Catch Me If You Can, like that movie, and just, and just be a toilet. Just scat me if you can. Just take <laughs> the face, put, it, put, his, put the scat man's face on there. Yeah, put a toilet on there. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, I'm giving the computer to you first so you can you can <laughs> okay. Photoshop that. Alright. But yeah, the commercial's from nineteen ninety six. I just looked it up. Yeah. And like um Yeah, Scatman was very nineties. Because it was Europop. Like the nineties was a was a decade. The nineties was a time for class. The nineties <laughs> The nineties the nineties sure was a decade. Yep. Uh, sure was. It cause like okay, eighties is new wave. Nineties you can't really say it's grunge because no. you had grunge, you had the resurgence of boy bands, you had the the start of like electronica shit, and that's what the Scatman was. Scatman, I, I think it, I think nineties in general was just about uh, let's just try w- new stuff, <laughs> even if it's a bad idea. Yeah, because <laughs> the Scatman was like jazz music, but they put it to like Euro pop um, kind of beats. And stuff like that, which made it great. And then you had, uh, what was it? And then remember when Ska was popular for six weeks back yeah. in 1996? Man, that was like, amazing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 90s tried all of this stuff, and a lot of it failed horribly, but there was something good that came out of every single thing. Yeah. It was <laughs> so like, it was worth it. Yeah. And like, I remember, I remember a friend of mine was like, oh, Ska wasn't that big. I'm like, yes, it was. Like, name three Ska bands. I'm like, St. Ferris, Mighty Mighty Boston's Real Big Fish. I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> Aquabat. Ska, Ska? Yeah. Ska just turned into punk rock. <laughs> yeah. And then even no doubt, it's like they yeah. still have their trumpet and trombone player. And even though now, like all the members are now part of Dream Car, did you hear about that? The hell? No. Um, the lead singer oh, of yeah. AFI. Dream Car is fucking good. Yeah, the, the lead singer of AFI has uh, teamed up with um, the bassist, the guitarist, and the drummer for No Doubt, and they've now become Dream Car. It's a side project. Like, AF- like a- AFI still has AFI. Mm. Um, no doubt still has no doubt. But Dream Car is like just their side thing. Oh, can we just get like a car um, car band adjacent um, <laughs> concert series where it's just like Dream Car, Death Cab for Cutie, Cars. <laughs> the Cars. <laughs> yeah, just just get all the bands that have car related names. <laughs> just, Fox Car Racer. Yeah. Fox Car Exactly. That, that'd be an awkward conversation between Tom DeLonge and Travis, though. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, um, even then, what is it? Um, I think uh, I think I think Tom has kind of inserted Boxcar Racer into Angels and Airwaves. Yeah, like he he does perform Boxcar Racer songs still, but only with. Who cares? They oh. both suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <heard him>. Mic drop. <laughs> I love uh... it. Fucking blue. It did. Well, they had two uh, good songs. Yeah, two good songs out of like one EP that they released. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how most bands are. It's like, eh, there's only two good songs. That's why it's like usually um, like my top bands are bands that had like um, a really, really fucking good album. Like um, like The Killers. Hot Fuss is an oh, amazing yeah. album. Hot Fuss is an amazing album. And then uh, same thing with, uh, with uh, Talking Heads. If it wasn't for True Stories... They probably wouldn't even be on my radar. Like, I still love Once in a Lifetime and, like, Psycho Killer. Mm-hmm. But freaking True Stories, the album, mm-hmm. uh, Dream Operator, Wild Wild Life, uh, People it's, Like Us. It's a wild, wild life. People Like Us. There's such like great you. freaking albums. or great freaking songs on that album. Um, but, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, like I'm like, uh, but normally when I hear when I see a new album from somebody, I'm like, oh, okay, there's gonna be at least two good songs. Or if you're a one-hit wonder, one good song. Yeah. Although a lot of times it's like usually the second track is my favorite one. Like the second track they release, like um, oh, what was it? Like AWOL Nation. Like I hear Sail all the time, Sail. but it was their second track, Not Your Fault, that is probably my favorite song of theirs, and they never play it. And it always pisses me off, because like it always happens every single time. I love Block Party. Helicopter is probably one of my favorite songs. Silent uh, Alarm is my favorite album of like any alternative genre. Is It's my top album. And if I work here, like yeah. on some days, I just put that entire album on. And that's, I just I listen see. to the whole thing. That's, that's Block Party? Or? Yeah, their debut album, Silent oh, okay. Alarm. Uh, it had helicopter on it. That was oh, like okay. the third song, but it, I didn't. I didn't like listen to all the songs because um, growing up, my parents, my parents, uh, my dad was the tour manager for this band called Panic at the Disco oh, okay. at the time, and so this, uh, little, oh, just no, this, this little this little, 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 little band. band. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of them. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to like gloss over. No, no, it. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, but, so they, something happened with them. But, I don't know. But back in like 2006, when they went overseas to uh, the UK, uh-huh. they had found out about that album, Sound Alarm, uh-huh. and then they brought it back and they told us all about it. And that's when it started getting popular in in the US. Just <laughs> like the Killers, they weren't popular yeah. in the US until they got popular in London. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the whole just, big in Japan kind of thing. Yeah, it's just it's so good. Yeah. Like all the songs are good on there. I didn't, I didn't like truly appreciate it until I hit like eighteen. But it was like, again, another amazing album. Yeah. Like which brings me back to like Devo and whatnot. Well, because and then even then, when it came to Block Party, like, uh, like what was it when they when they released that that one album that had I still remember, and that kind of like mm-hmm. tanked them a little bit because it was it was too too soft. Yeah. When you compared it to to Set an Alarm, the new album Hymns uh-huh. is so bad. <laughs> It bummed me out like so hard. But you know what? Again, the second single, I fucking love yeah. Flux. Yeah. Flux is such a great song. And the music I, f- I fucks and love Flux. Fucks and, and love. <laughs> and it's and it's 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 an amazing video too, because it's like they got those people who um it's a group of people who literally make uh little tiny cities and make giant kaiju costumes nice. <laughs> to nice. purposely destroy the city. Yeah. Like yeah. And that's what they got for the music video. They got like these three guys in costume, and then like they got this guy in a Cylon outfit, and these other two people dressed up in costume. And that's what the whole music video is about: is the Cylon and the girl like basically start a relationship while her other boyfriend is like kind of pissed off about the whole thing, and like yeah. And it's it's a it's an amazing video because the whole song about Flux is basically a relationship that's like kind of starting to tank, and like like. You know it's a it's a sad song when the last line is we need to talk. Ah, uh, just <laughs> exactly. Ooh. So it's like, <laughs> what the? Ooh. Like he goes, Ooh. like that. That's the last line. We need to talk. It's like the like the whole like guitar starts going in, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's such a great freaking song. But yeah, anyway, it's, it's kind of random, but it just kind of um, reminded me. Have you seen that that that, that movie about? Um, oh God, help me out here. Guy in a wheelchair, uh, really smart. Um, Unbreakable? Drawing a complete blank. X-Men? A real person, people. Oh, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you said a movie. Yeah. It was how long it the took movie. for you guys to get that. <laughs> Thank you. You said a movie. I just hear a guy in a wheelchair. a real show. guy. Yeah, guy in a wheelchair who's really smart. <laughs> Professor Xavier, he's not smart. <laughs> he can make you think he's smart, but he's not. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
Sorry, I just don't like Xavier. Uh, um, the only time I, I'm sorry, the only time I really like him is when uh, in the gutters when they have him walk. He's like, guys, check this shit out. And he just starts river dancing, yeah. and the, the, the author, the author of the comic, is like, because Lord knows that if I had lost the ability to walk for 20 years and immediately started walking again, the first thing I would fucking do is river dance. However, his leg is not like always super atrophied because it happens a lot. He gets paralyzed and I'm paralyzed constantly. Well, I always forget they just give him the muscle back too. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, anyway, uh, Stephen Hawking that. That movie, uh, is it called The, the History of Everything, the I think? Yeah, The Theory of Everything. Yeah, something like that. Um, in that movie, when he first gets his, his uh, voice thing, yeah. you know, where you can make it, make it talk and say whatever he wants, yeah. I love it because there's just like five minutes of him just messing with it. <laughs> He's like, uh, Daisy, Daisy, <laughs> give, give me your, your answer, answer true. true. And then it just shows, it shows him and he's got, a, he's got this like, this, like a paper, like a... Like a Cardboard uh, hat on and like a little uh, little th- little arm thing. And he's just going around going exterminate, exterminate, <laughs> exterminate. He's just like going in circles. <laughs> oh god, uh, that's a question I want to ask him. Did you really pretend you were a dumb? I'm sure dumb. he did. I, I hear about who wouldn't. Of, I hear about his sense of humor. I, well, I, I always love too. Like when in that, in that movie when like he talks to the one guy, asks him, "How the hell are you still having kids?" <laughs> Different muscles, different controls. So it's like, yeah. like even though his body is deteriorating due to MS, like his penis still works perfectly. Yeah, it's, it's considered part of like the uh, the automatic part. So, yeah, so, so he's just still, like still fine. Yeah, it's still good. <laughs> like, he just kind of gives him this big ass smile. Like, yep, <laughs> yep. I still got it. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll try with my job. <laughs> what? Well, well, you. <laughs> Your job is to jerk off Stephen Hawking. <laughs> he pays good money. <laughs> Benefits are there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I want that to be the title. <laughs> your, your job is to jerk off Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with this. Um... <laughs> uh, what else? I want Stephen Hawking to like comment on that, like when I post it to Twitter. <laughs> just like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, um, what else? Uh, we can talk about um, next year has three X Men movies coming out: Deadpool two, mm-hmm. yep. Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. What's the oh. third one? Uh, New Mutants. Oh, okay. I thought they were making a movie about Dark Phoenix. Uh, yeah, that's the next X Men one. Apparently it was hinted at the end of the last one, even though I didn't watch that. So yeah, I, don't I haven't know. seen it yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though I didn't. didn't, didn't. Uh, it's like a. It's like a, well, now that they made X Men three not happen. Why yeah. not just do it again? <laughs> well, that storyline's gonna happen, yeah, uh, sooner or later. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because it's gonna be the first one without uh, Wolverine. Really, I mean, pretty much. I mean, not not really, but pretty much. Well, are you gonna get McAvoy for Xavier? I guess. Yeah, still, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Like, I can't make hide in your hair of these timelines, like, uh, like Deadpool <laughs> says. Lying. No, no, it's just... Because the first time Dark Phoenix happened was when Stuart was, was uh, Xavier. Yeah. So now it's like... Yeah, uh, it, it should be Michael Boy. Um, they're both done anyway. Uh, yeah, I know, exactly. So it's like, I'm like, but, uh, but now, so now it's essentially like, well, Dark Phoenix is happening sooner. Right. Uh, sooner, now... <laughs> I have less time. Now none. <laughs> um... 
Oh, did you guys see this uh, Dragon Ball Z VR thing? No. no. This, uh, this this company in Japan made a a new uh, VR uh, headset thing, and one of the the big selling points of it is that it's uh, Capsule Corp themed. Nice. nice. And then it um it comes with a a special Dragon Ball Z virtual reality thing where you can do different things with it. Nice. Um, there's like a whole. Like you're actually in the DBZ world, and you can look at like different scenes in like 3D. You know, like look around it. Man, I'm hanging out with Hercule um, all day. Yeah, you can you can throw uh, Kamehameha's at Frieza, and like I guess do certain scenes mm-hmm. f- from the series. Um, you can just fly around like the Dragon Ball Z world by, by putting your arms in front of you. Nice. Um, my favorite one though is it has a a uh, like an AR thing, or you can still look around your house. But you can like Kamehameha step in your house and it like <laughs> it like hits the things in your house and nice. like, shakes them and stuff, knocks them down. It's, it's great. Um, oh, oh, and also you can use it as a scatter. Nice. That's good. So yeah, it's neat. It's over nine thousand. That's uh dollars. Did you know that in Japan it's actually it's over eight thousand? Is it? Yeah. Yep. Why they change it? Uh, because um, eight thousand is too much. Nine was easier to say to match the mouth, or yeah, nine huh. nine nine was easier for the dub. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, uh, Steven Universe is coming back at May. It's gonna be a bomb. Probably. Oh, I thought you meant it was gonna bomb. Like, I'm like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, I thought we liked this show. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna fucking bomb. This show sucks. <laughs> it's about a kid. That's it. I haven't watched. I haven't watched Steven Universe since like season two. Oh, you should, oh, and I miss it. It's gotten. It's, it's only gotten better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much lesbianism. Yep. Can I Still not enough. <laughs> what are you? Me what? and my girlfriend were talking about this, and I apologize for like hijacking it. No, no, I have fun. I have fun. I enjoy it. But me and my girlfriend were talking about this. We were talking about what we were gonna do for Halloween. Ah. Uh-huh. And we're we're kind of tied between uh, Nacho, Nacho Libre, Nacho? and Encarnacion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Shaggy and Velma, nice. or um, Arthur and DW. No, not DW. <laughs> yeah, which Arthur? There's a lot of Arthur's. Uh, yeah, the the oh, the so cartoon. It is Arthur. It is Arthur? Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, the but bunny. Francine. Francine. Yes. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I I just brought that up out of. I I just thought about it right now. But like I was I was gonna segue that into what are you guys planning to do for Halloween? Uh, for Halloween, I have no idea. No. We I, could, I, could, I could probably pull out my... Because um, you've seen Tiger Millionaire, uh-huh. the episode of Steven Universe Tiger Millionaire. Yeah. Well, I have a, uh, a cosplay of him. I've actually cosplayed as him before. Yeah. Um, but now I can do uh, Tiger Philanthropist. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. Was a, there was a sequel there was episode. A, there was a sequel yeah. episode to that because uh, uh, basically Tiger Millionaire goes out on his own mm-hmm. as his own wrestler. And he becomes a philanthropist. Like, he decides, you know what? I've been a heel for so long. I think I'm going to be a face now. So he becomes Tiger Philanthropist, <laughs> who gives out money now, like, to people who need it. Like, gives out his Tiger Bucks. Yeah. Tiger. I forgot it's called Tiger Bucks. Yeah. Was it Jungle Bucks? Some of that. It was money. Yeah. <laughs> it, was money. it was money. Money. <laughs> the coconut mines. <laughs> but, yeah. I still loved it too. When I, I I only wore it once. I only wore the Tiger Millionaire costume once, and I'm walking around, and I see this one guy. He just like, and I turn because I only caught him out of the corner of my eye, and I mm-hmm. turn, and he's got the Tiger Millionaire does not <laughs> suck sign. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 everyone kind of like just, oh my god. 
I did not expect to see you. I didn't expect to see you. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, can I take your photo? And I'm like, sure. Because no, I was all excited. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, wait, ask me to take your photo again. It's like, no, because then I can't afford it. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I wanted to do the bit. <laughs> This is just like that that time I was in I was in a, a super long line to get into a con, uh-huh. and and the line was like uh, sneaking around because it was mm-hmm. so long, and you know so so the line's moving, and this <laughs> this cosplayer <laughs> dressed as as Ronald, Ronald McDonald turns mm-hmm. and sees a cosplayer dressed as as, as the Burger King, mm-hmm. and everything just stopped. Stopped, <laughs> and they just came out of the line. The was like, "Oh, they <laughs> like, got real." They got each other's faces. It was great. <laughs> you, you come here to my con. <laughs> uh, after what wife. I've been through, enjoy after my, what I've done, enjoy my waifu. Who, <laughs> <laughs> Wendy? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Who else? Uh, <coughs> <coughs> It's like that. It's like that one. Uh, if you die, I'll kill you. I like that one time Wendy's. <laughs> that, this one guy was like, "We all know your stuff isn't fresh, Wendy's." He's like, "Oh, you you deliver your stuff in trucks and blah blah." blah. He's like, "You know, there's other ways to cool food." That yeah, because isn't they frozen. say they say never frozen, and they're like, "You're lying." <laughs> like, and then he says something. I was like, "Don't don't act so like this when when you forgot that refrigeration exists <laughs> existed for a bit." Yeah, like, we're not yeah, saying we don't refrigerate. We just don't freeze. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's the same thing with uh, with like In and Out. Yeah. Like, because it's like it's like we don't kill the cow on property. <laughs> like, of course it has to be delivered to us, but it's never frozen. Like, like we. That's why In and Out's um, web of of influence, web of lies, only goes because <laughs> they only have they only have like one factory where they make their meat and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, their web of influence is essentially as far as it takes for a truck to drive for one day. Mm, exactly. So that's why you can you can get in and out in Vegas. But like, can you imagine being that guy? Your job is to go from that plant all the way to Vegas every goddamn day and drive home. It's like desert bus, the real life. Um, <laughs> for the for the short time that I lived out in Arizona, uh-huh. there's like hamburger plants out there, yeah. and it's like the like the smell of like cow blood is <laughs> so intense yeah. while you're driving out there. It's just like, oh. Makes you not want a hamburger. But I still wanted a hamburger. <laughs> I, I like, don't want the meat. I do want the meat. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't want to smell it, but I like eating I like, it. <laughs> have you, have you, okay. Does it come with the smell? <laughs> <laughs> Does it come with the smell? I'm going to hold, hold the scent. I'm bringing this up now because. Just like spray some perfume on there for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing it up. Well, actually, Burger King actually made that. That was a Whopper perfume. Oh, yeah. That Ooh. was Fred Fools, right? Yeah. Or, they, no, they no, actually, no. they actually made it. Like, oh, okay. Or it could have been for April Fools, but they did actually make it. <laughs> Screw it. Like that wasn't that wasn't for this year. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't Whopper. Like it was April Big Mac. Fools. I think we actually uh. made it because somebody actually did. No, no, because the Whopper thing no, was Whopper year, toothpaste. Yeah, this year was Whopper toothpaste. But they actually did make a Whopper cologne that made you smell like uh, Whoppers. Um, and no, but uh, I, I bring it up because I'm thinking of steamed hams now. <laughs> You're always thinking of steamed hams. <laughs> Um, speaking of which, Red Robin? Yeah, I'm down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm down, but I'm not going. <laughs> um, have you seen this new meme now? Where everybody uh, goes like, oh, I made a playlist to explain. Yeah, uh, <laughs> how I feel. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> somebody made one. It was, uh, it was, well, Seymour, <laughs> you're an odd fellow, but you steam a good hand. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah. like, like all the songs like I have the title to make the sentence yeah. uh, one of my favorites was uh, what's her face uh, Allie Gortz um, who uh, is works for um, At Midnight she's one of their people that works their social media uh, she's also she's also a writer and she hosts a Simpsons podcast called Everything's Coming Up Podcast um, she made she made a playlist for her crush it is uh, Why Don't You by Ingram Hill Take a Picture by Filter It Will Last by Norma and Longer by Dan Fogelberg so why don't you take a picture it'll last longer <laughs> nice <laughs> and puts a picture of Pee Wee Herman's in drag from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Is that our is that our crush? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Okay, they got another one. Yeah, I made a playlist for my crush to tell them how I feel, and it's this old picture. <laughs> this is a uh, Hitler promised not to <sighs> invade Czechoslovakia. Jeremy, welcome to the real world. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking on on <laughs> like, Have you ever seen that picture? Like. Like, yeah, and that's the meme is that he says, "Well, Hitler promised not to invade Czechoslovakia." Jeremy, welcome to the real world. Don't tell him. That's all. there's no content. That's all I said. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I guess uh, uh, last thing, mm-hmm. they're releasing a new Naruto game. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe the last one. I say maybe because I mean it's n- I, yeah. probably not. But. Uh, <laughs> The new game is called uh, Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. Shinobi. What's interesting about this one is it's a, it's a 4v4 fighter. Uh-huh. So there's like a full a full team of of, of uh, each side has a full team basically. It's, you know, and Naruto is like the four the four man teams. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there, yeah, he got the text. Uh, <laughs> and um, and it's implied that it could be eight players. Huh. I don't know if it's actually eight because they say eight Shinobi. But they, they make it sound like it could be eight players online. Which would be pretty cool, I think. Just that like a huge open arena and like eight eight people just go at it. Um Yeah, that's that's all I gotta say. Oh, I also you can you can wall run like super good in this game apparently. There's like parts where it, there's parts where it looks like they they're they're wall running and still fighting the same as the like the, the camera's just shifted now and then they're just fighting on, on a wall. Every time you say it it sounds like uh, it makes you think of um uh it's called Billy Madison. Chlorophyll, more like Borophyll. <laughs> like Naruto to Baruto. Yeah. <laughs> Naruto, more like Boratu, because I'm bored. I don't know. Bored of two. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm, I'm bored of the sequel to Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is Baruto. Yeah. Um, the art is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the, cre- the original author anymore. So it's just. Well, that's, that's just how it is now lately. Like, I forget what I was watching, but they were pointing out, like, how. Oh, yeah, I think we were watching it together. It was that thing on Dorkly mm-hmm. about how anime, like, first run looks really shitty, and then they release the DVD or Blu-ray, and it's, like, super clean and composed and everything like that. Okay, yeah, but I'm talking about the manga here, because oh. it's, it's, it's one of his assistants making this now. Uh-huh. Like, the guy is done. He doesn't care. He's done. Like, he's was like, one, yeah, uh, go uh, ahead. Make another series. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I did what I wanted. So, so uh, Baruto, which is his son, is being made by... This one of his assistants. Uh-huh. So it's a dude that that was good at drawing his manga in the back, like background of his manga. Yeah. So everybody still looks like their background characters. Like the proportions are all slightly like weirdly off. It's like in Candy Valley. You're mm. just like, That's, I mean, I I recognize the character. I recognize who the character is supposed to be, but it doesn't look right. 
So there's no there's no foreground characters. It's all background. <laughs> it's all yeah. background. There's no. no main character. <laughs> That'd be it's great. Like tiny little word. Everyone's bubbles. all far away. It's just like <laughs> but the panel. But, but the buildings are like so tiny. well drawn. Look at the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, should we go into comics? Yeah, let's go yeah. into comics. Just since we're just I'm talking about manga. Let's go straight into comics. Which is a kind <laughs> of speaking comic. of manga. Yeah. See. Actually, speaking of manga, did you guys get that 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 link to that that news story about the new manga? That's a man being forced to breastfeed an alien baby. I, I, uh, I, I saw it, but I didn't read it because I was. Uh, that, that's that's the plot. Um, basically, because you were busy. Uh, uh, no. Yeah, busy no. breastfeeding an alien baby. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's basically the story. It's just as aliens show up and they're like, you gotta take care of this baby or else we're gonna blow up the earth for some reason. Bye. It's like, but I'm a guy. I can't breastfeed this baby. Oh, here's a button that turns you into a lady. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's as far as I can tell, it's the entire story. I haven't read it yet. I just saw the news story. But uh, yeah, that's a social short story because there's a button that turns into a lady, so he just presses it. It's a girl, and he breastfeeds it. And, and it's weird because like the only the only news, like the only story that it shows for this series is just like him learning all about breastfeeding. It's like a instructional manga about breastfeeding or something. I don't I don't know. That's very useful. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose they got they got a manga for everything else. Um, have you ever seen in like the hotels they have like like mangas about their hotel? <laughs> No. Like, I'm told that if you go to Japan, some hotels, if you stay in there, they'll have like, instead of like a Bible or whatever, they'll just be like a manga in there you can read. The and manga it's, Bible. And it's a manga that they they, they, they had <laughs> they made created. specifically for their their hotel. That's kind of tight. Yeah, and like takes place in their hotel or like about their hotel. It's like the, uh, it's like the whole like business anime thing. It's like that. It's like that one channel that nobody ever watches. Where it's like, oh all, yeah, yeah, on the TV. It's like, come see Rita Rudner on Thursday and blah blah. blah. Oh, uh, just to let you know, we hit an hour seventeen right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I actually saw a YouTube video on like one of the rarest PSP games. It's uh-huh. a it's a Hilton, Hilton instructional uh, PSP game for for the people that work there about how to do your job. Huh. And apparently, it only works if you have a specially formatted memory card. So you have to like, like even if you get the game in order to play it, you'd have to like hunt down one of the old PSPs at a Hilton. Memory card? You got to call all the Hiltons around your place. Like, do any of you still have that PSP? Got it. Right here. Uh, yeah, well, that's what happened. <laughs> that's how the guy that made the video was able to make the video. Um, but anyway, comics. Um, <laughs> Rip Hunter uh, just appeared wearing a Green Lantern ring. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he... he in, the, in Green Lanterns, uh, Rip Hunter showed up, which he hasn't been in like 52 at all, pretty much. Uh-huh. He showed up from the future, and he said, like, the Green Lantern core is doomed. Like, you got to do something. And he's wearing a Green Lantern ring at the time. So, uh, yeah, that came out of nowhere. That's something that... Um, well, I kind of always knew that, that that happens, just because of the fact that in, uh, in old Legion of Superheroes comics, there's only one Green Lantern. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like, in the future, I know that the Green Lantern Corps is already doomed. So it's like, I'm like, that's nothing new to me. <laughs> um, so angry for some reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't not know new. why. Um, a man was forced to breastfeed. No, I was kidding. <laughs> 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 the, uh, apparently, the original X-Men are working with Magneto now. 
I don't know what's going on there. That, that always tends to happen. And by original X-Men, I mean the time-displaced ones. Yeah. Because hmm. um, there's a lot of a lot of X-Men. <laughs> um, and there were New Year Vows universe, which is that universe with the where where Peter Parker and um, Mary Jane are still together. The uh, apparently Jean Grey and Wolverine got together. Oh yeah, you're talking about that. No. Yeah, that that was that was strange. I like Cyclops did something really shady. Um, it doesn't sound like he did something shady. It sounds like Xavier did something shady, and people sided with him. Mm. And Cyclops didn't. Um, but yeah, they have a daughter named Kate, uh, and her 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 mutant name whatever is Shine. As far as I can tell, all she can do is touch things and make them glow. So it's kind of a weird. I don't know how that happened, but whatever. What a superpower! I know, right? I mean. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Maybe she gets like stronger as she gets older, and she'll just like she touches somebody, and they just like, oh my eyes! <laughs> like just like the light is like they blinding blow up. them. <laughs> they blow up. Um, oh, dude! But, but think about think about it. I can do the fucking Billy Jean video. <laughs> Billy Jean. I just walk on the floor and my little tiles light up, and the... so it's like in the Alien Ant Farm video when he does it, and then at the very end he like and touches the 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 mailbox in front of him, and it glows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, but like. Um, it was hinted that the Civil War never happened, the whole mm. Civil War storyline. And it was because Xavier made a deal with the government to self-police superheroes oh, okay. somehow. And it sounds like whatever it is that he's doing is very shady. Mm-hmm. And that's why Cyclops was, was like not into it. And he says that's why he lost Jean, because I guess she sided with Xavier. I don't know. Um, it's, it's fun. I like those universes where there's only one comic that takes place in that universe. So that way you can very slowly get the drip feed of all the changes. Yeah, but that gives them rain to kill that universe off whenever they feel like it. Well, they did that to the, the ultimate universe, and that thing had a billion comics based in it. Well, no, but remember, remember that one Spider-Man story where that, that guy was killing it's the Spider-Verse? Yeah. They were killing all the Spider-Men. And you're, <laughs> John Spider-Man. And you're seeing, like, Spider-Man, his amazing friends are dead. And, like, Spider-Man, if you join the Fantastic Four, is dead. And Spider-Man... <laughs> Yeah. Spider-Man's dead. You're not wrong. I'm like, no, I like this amazing friend. That was, that was the saddest one. It's always the nicest universes that die. Like uh, like in the DC one, uh, I think the universe that died was the the one that was made by Stanley. Oh. Where everybody's all happy and there's like that flash and it has like rainbows. Yeah, that, that universe was, was destroyed in Convergence. No, I, I was thinking of uh, in, um, in Countdown to Final Crisis, mm-hmm. uh, there was... They're talking about Earth 51. And Earth 51 is where everyone was was happy. Like like people were rehabilitated. Everything was fine and all this other stuff. <laughs> Except Batman is still freaking Batman. Yeah, but in the end in the end that universe was destroyed. And it's like, it's like you're like, no. Everything what? was working. Like it was a utopia. Is that the same universe? Is that the one where Batman just killed every villain, or is that a different one? No, it's a different one. Because I know there was one where where Batman just was like, you know what, screw it, I'm done with this not killing things, and he just killed killed every villain, and everybody just just retired, and it became a utopia. It actually worked <laughs> out perfectly, except that everybody was retired and super rusty, and then they got invaded by aliens, and the entire planet was destroyed. <laughs> <sighs> Isn't that always the way? Yeah. Always those aliens. Um, Injustice 2 is getting interesting in the comics. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I showed you that picture, right? Yeah. It's a Batman with red lenses shooting a bunch of people with guns. 
he uh i don't know what's going on there i'm I, I'm, I'm guessing it's damien yeah wearing a batman suit but i don't know could be thomas yeah also what was that thing you told me about green arrow injustice 2 oh yeah that there was a thing saying like it's like truth you'll of- find out who green arrow is in injustice 2 and i'm like oh it's oliver queen yeah Who the f- i'm thinking it's his son because they're focusing on his son a lot in the new comic okay so it's connor hawk mm-hmm. okay that's, that's that, my guess that makes sense i like connor hawk yeah he was the, again well i'm this this episode is titled the 90s were a decade because <laughs> because yeah connor hawk was very 90s he was introduced in the 90s as a replacement to oliver queen and it was like imagine if oliver queen was taskmaster and that's that's connor hawk <laughs> okay because it like he could he could he could learn anything just by watching it like it was the exact same power as taskmaster and he <laughs> maybe Green Arrow also had that power, but it only applied for a certain age, and then he just didn't learn anything during that age. That was the time he no. was uh, stuck on the island. <laughs> yeah, so he just learned he learned how to use an arrow, and then he didn't learn anything else. It was too late. He focused all his energy. Well, that makes arrow. sense considering he told me Green Arrow is a meta. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, it's it's heavily implied. Like he yeah, just, I know, he, I know. he just learned it from nothing. Like the first time that he used an arrow, he shot a he he got a, a, a like a bunny rabbit with it. And then he didn't use it for like the rest of his life until he got to the island, and then he immediately was good at it again. It's like riding a bike, but he only did it once <laughs> in his whole life. It's like riding a bike, like riding a bike. Yeah, you never forget. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm done. Okay. Well, always yeah. oh, oh, also, Jackie that was playing Marvel's Capcom Three. Anyways, you going? <laughs> I'm, not giving, I'm not giving any context to that. That was just a thing that happened. Right. Okay, it was, well, it was a Deadpool comic if that helps. Well, okay. okay. Anyway, <laughs> always know we record here at Undercity Comics here in Uptown Whittier, off of Philadelphia and Greenleaf. Uh, Marvel, DC, independent. You've got money, come and spend it here at Undercity Comics. Um, we have uh, a Twitter. You can always message us at it's uh, at Procrast Podcast, and also um, we have a email. Email, uh, podcast at gmail.com you can always message us there as well for this week this is Isaiah this is Dan this is Ed telling you uh, yeah the 90s were a thing also a monster ate Seth Myers. <laughs>